0: Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim DeWire. And I'm back from a little excursion to Chicago, where I saw the Crossroads Blues uh, uh-huh. Guitar Festival. Uh, I noticed, by the way, that B.B. King is playing later this summer uh, in the Detroit area, and you may want to check him out, because uh, he's uh, 81, and... Uh, I don't know how much
1: longer he's going to be touring. <laughs> well, I know for a fact he's not returning to. Uh, he's already done his last tour of Europe and England, and he announced it as much uh, when he was there some months back. So this may well be uh, his last tour here. And it's true, you got to see the living legend musicians while you can. Yes, indeedy. and uh, even in their diminished powers as uh, you know elderly performers, it's there's still nothing quite like it. I, very glad i saw john lee hooker at the michigan theater on his last trip through
0: yeah and willie nelson uh is uh getting up there too <laughs> indeed but it was uh quite the uh oh the lead guitar extravaganza jeff Beck, uh wow uh john meyer played uh allison krauss cheryl crow it was a little bit of everything but mainly uh mainly those great lead guitar players and of course buddy guy he's uh the always Chicago overlooked.
1: List. He's always overlooked on the list, yeah. but uh, he is a great player.
0: And always uh, get those Buddy Guy Junior Wells albums, because uh, I think Junior Wells with with Buddy Guy made that little outfit what it was. Anyway, obviously, uh, kind of a a weekend for me without much news. Um, I'm uh, tanned, but not rested. <laughs> a famous paraphrase of Richard Nixon. In a
1: way, it was kind of a weekend without a lot of real news.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was interesting, for instance, that there was this big stock market correction uh, Thursday and Friday, and essentially the averages are sort of back to where they were um, back in April. Not the end of the world, but it's always fascinating to read a statistic like... uh, You know, this is just basically the Associated Press's analysis. The pullback on Thursday and Friday wiped out $526 billion of shareholder wealth from stocks in the Standard & Poor's 500. Paper wealth just vanishes quickly.
1: Possessions are fleeting.
0: So uh, one way of thinking about this is when you see a... uh, Decline in the S&P of about 58 points or so. It's roughly, uh, oh, a billion dollars apiece there. Ten billion for every point down. So very interesting to look at those numbers. And, of course, uh, it's a lot of things, but, uh, you know, the price of oil keeps uh, kind of creeping up. And, of course, this incredible um, prime uh, subprime mortgage business just keeps affecting the American economy how bad it really is is a matter of debate Floyd Norris by the way the sort of head economic uh, analyst uh, economic uh, analyst in the uh, New York Times is always a good one to read cuz he has a lot of interesting Uh, He's not quite a cheerleader for the American economy the way some business uh, writers are, and he's uh, a little more sober in his analysis about some of the real problems that uh, exist in the global economy. And, of course, stock market wealth, it's always important to remember that uh, the top 1% of the uh, earners in America, the people with the real income, own 70% of the stocks. So when you see the stock market go way down, don't panic. Uh, I think I read somewhere where the average uh, 401k, the median, is about twenty seven, twenty six thousand dollars dollars So many, many people really don't have that much money invested in the stock market, though uh, that gives you an idea that your 401k, if you're uh, below median there, is probably not going to keep you alive very long in those retirement years. So choose wisely, as uh, they used to say on Kung Fu. Indeed, a program
1: from which we still have much to learn. Grasshopper. And uh, somebody who never learns. It's Dick Cheney. Yeah. Uh, In for the old battery check. Uh Uh-oh. And, of course, some wags noted over the weekend that, uh, wondering whether perhaps he had surrendered some of his powers to George W. Bush while Cheney went under the gas to have the battery replaced in his heart monitoring device, and it occurred to me that should the unlikely ever come to pass, namely that Dick Cheney be called to task before an investigative committee to expose his possible quote-unquote malfeasance in the secret energy meetings back in the pre-9-11 days of the Bush administration. Should Dick Cheney ever be called to such a committee, he's very likely to go Bill Casey on us all. Mm Mm-hmm. And to spontaneously, mysteriously succumb to any number of I mean, the man is had... he's a walking catalog of art-related ailments and procedures. Um, so one might make comparisons as well to Dr. Seuss's "The Grinch," whose heart was ten sizes too small. Uh, Cheney's running on batteries, and uh, those batteries might fail. <laughs>
0: And undoubtedly, uh, At a convenient moment. Halliburton uh, checks out those batteries from time to time themselves. Uh,
1: Good news from NATO: uh, they have a new plan to reduce Afghan casualties. I don't know if you've heard about this. There's two points to this plan, two elements. Uh, in one of the cases, they're going to. Uh, Increasingly leave house-to-house searches to the Afghan army to avoid confrontations. This leads to a lot of misunderstandings, confusion. Imagine being an average American and having the Afghan army bust into your house to search you and investigate you. You'd be confused. You'd be upset. You'd be emotional. Um, You might start shooting. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, this is a good idea for the people at NATO to come up with. Hey, let's let local people do house-to-house searches. The other, more absurd and ridiculous, although obviously well-intentioned, plan to reduce civilian casualties is simple. Use smaller bombs. Mm. This is actually what their language says. Um, I'm quoting here a NATO diplomat who is himself quoted in Daniel Dombe's article for Today's Financial Times. Um, It says here, if you put a 250-kilogram bomb rather than a 500-kilogram bomb on the plane, that could make a huge amount of difference. Indeed, it could. It could make 250 kilograms worth of difference. Um, This is so absurd that this is seriously described and discussed as a plan. Mm -hmm. This is not a plan. This is a tactical maneuver. Um, and not a very good or effective one. Uh, the language here of Daniel Zambe's article is also interesting in this one paragraph, introductory paragraph. NATO plans to use smaller bombs in Afghanistan as a part of a change in tactics aimed at stemming a rise in civilian casualties that threaten to undermine support in the fight against the Taliban. I'm thinking I would replace the word threaten with continues to undermine support because, uh, let's face it, there isn't, uh, a lot of solid support for anything that we've done in Afghanistan and uh, threaten to uh, get rid of that support? Well,
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting that today, uh, of course, over the weekend, Gordon Brown, the uh, new Prime Minister of Great Britain, um, was in the States uh, visiting with... Uh, riding in a golf cart. Gar- riding in a golf cart. It says uh, Golf Cart 1 on <laughs> the picture that I saw of George Bush he's got the usual smirk on his face but it's kind of interesting that today he actually did distance himself uh, a bit from American Indeed. policy uh, in general and specifically the so-called war on terror and we always like to use the word so-called because it's uh, definitely a catchphrase it's it's part of a propaganda war and of course in recent weeks Bush the Bush administration has been hyping this phrase al-Qaeda in Iraq over and over and over to try and get uh, more Americans to support the war there. That's yeah, Al-Qaeda
1: not, equals nine yeah. eleven. therefore al-Qaeda they equals what's going on
0: now. Attacked us, blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting that Gordon Brown made two points to sort of distance himself from uh, the Bush administration's uh, propaganda war, so to speak. One was that he Specifically, said Afghanistan is the uh, central front on the war on terror, and he even called terrorism a crime rather than a war. I think that's interesting. And speaking of bombs... It suggests a return to legality and to uh, rule of international law. And this, of course, is the approach that the Europeans are increasingly utilizing. And it's actually been much of their intelligence work that's uh, prevented some of these so-called plots. uh, And, of course, in some cases, not (laughs) successful in all of them. But, um, you know, it's interesting. uh, In the June... Uh, 11th edition of uh, the Nation magazine, there's a pretty interesting report about the secret air war in Iraq, uh, talking about the under-reporting of this fact, and this article was written by Nick Terse, who's listed as the associate editor and research director of TomDispatch.com and is written for the... L.A. Times, San Francisco Chronicle, The Village Voice, and The Nation. I wanted to read a couple of things from this article because this is interesting stuff. He reports that uh, what we do know is that since the major combat phase of the war ended in April of 2003, the United States has dropped at least 59,787 pounds of cluster bombs in Iraq, the very type of weapon Uh, that Human Rights Watch calls the, quote, single greatest risk for civilians uh, with regard to current weapons in use. He then goes on to note uh, that in February of 2007 at an international conference at Oslo, 46 of 48 governments represented supported an international ban by 2008 noting that the United States stands with China, Israel, Pakistan, and Russia in opposing new limits on the bombs, cluster bombs. And uh, he then goes on to talk about the fact that during the actual er beginning of the Iraq war, the coalition dropped 2 million cluster bombs on Iraqi people.
1: Each cluster bomb contains within it... Hundreds of smaller bomblets. Yeah,
0: and of course, there have been all kinds of children that have been... Children and farmers are the most likely real victims. blown up uh, when they find these little units out in the field. It looks kind of like a (laughs) UFO, a toy, but it's not a toy. And uh, in the Lancet study, which of course uh, was controversial uh, at the time, but it came out uh, with a survey method that um, has proven, quote, accurate, I'm quoting from uh, Nick uh, Terse again, accurate uh, uh, from conflict zones in Kosovo and the Congo, carried out by epidemiologists at John Hopkins and Iraqi physicians, organized through Baghdad's uh, Mustana Surya University, estimated that 655,000 excess Iraqi deaths are a consequence of the, of the war. And the study found that from March of 2003 to June 2006, so we're talking about something that, you know, over the past year almost a thousand American soldiers have died in Iraq, 13 percent of the violent deaths were caused by coalition airstrikes. If the 655,000 figure is accurate, which includes more than 600,000 violent deaths. This would mean that about 78,000 Iraqis have been killed by these bomb clusters. This is staggering. And, of course, today there was another report that said that uh, a third of all Iraqis are living in, quote, unlivable conditions uh, in Iraq. So while there is some progress here and there on the edges and we can get uh, distinguished people from the Brookings Institute writing op ed pieces in the New York Times like they did today, claiming this is a war that we may win.
1: If we can only just stick with it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, pretty frightening. And, of course, they do report that there's been some progress and that uh, morale amongst the American soldiers are up a little bit and Petraeus seems to be the right man for the job, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Although industry, uh, other reports have suggested that Al-Maliki no. uh, doesn't get on well with Petraeus at all and uh, that uh, there's enough conflict there to suggest that perhaps Petraeus could even be considered as a re- you know replacing.
0: And then, in yet another additional brain damage award that I'll just give out, uh, it's it's been reported over the weekend, and this was officially announced today. I didn't actually uh, hear the official announcement by Condoleezza Rice, but it's pretty frightening when you're re- when you're reading that the United States has now decided on a thirty billion dollar arms package for Saudi Arabia, uh, a massive increase uh, over the next decade. Israel is supposed to get. Um, $30 billion, and Egypt is supposed to get a significant additional chunk of change. Um, the Israeli figure, by the way, is $30.4 billion being promised to Israel and is $9.1 billion more than what Israel has received over the past decade, an increase of 43%. The article by David Cloud in uh, Saturday's New York Times, which was basically uh, leaked uh, information about this announcement that was uh, supposedly held today, notes that the um, $20 billion price tag for the Saudis is more than double what officials originally estimated this spring. And it suggests, of course, that the United States is is in an arms race in the Middle East, because the, the article goes on to note, by the way, that In addition to Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, and the UAE are likely to receive equipment and weaponry uh, from the, quote, arms sales under consideration. So, the United States is arming the region uh, with weapons of mass destruction. Uh, Scary. And, of course, that's why we give out a brain damage award. Because what is needed are less arms and more negotiations.
1: It's also interesting to see how uh, Ehud Olmert, Israel's prime minister, has responded to this because typically Israeli heads of state have protested quite you know, fervently against any sort of uh, military aid or even arms sales, outright sales to uh, the Saudis or any Arab state. But uh, Olmert knows on which side his bread is buttered, apparently, and is saying that he understands Uh, the need for the United States to um, assist the moderate Arab states. Well, I'm not sure.